0: Hello and welcome back to The Science Podcast where I help you discover your love for science. And today I'm gonna be asking the question, what on earth is going on with smear tests? Around six million women are sent letters each year, inviting them to their doctors to have their cervical screening test, which is also known as a smear test your mum, your sister, your best friend, and the lady behind the till at Sainsbury's, <laughs> they've all had one. And once they hit 25, they're all invited down in their underwear, legs akimbo, to potentially save their lives. Smear tests have a bit of a bad rep, to be honest, and they can often feel embarrassing. And the quick Google search showed me thousands of women who had had bad experiences and I even knew f- know friends who haven't gone because their mums had said their own smear tests were horrifying and really painful and disclaimer alert, <laughs> they aren't. I don't mind smears, they're all in a day's work for me is what my nurse said to me right before she asked me to pop behind the screen and <laughs> take off my underwear. Less than five minutes later, I was popping my knickers back on and telling myself, do you know what? That actually wasn't so bad. And I've made steps towards protecting myself against cervical cancer. Thing is, there's a lot of confusion around smear tests and people don't realize that you have to get them every three years. People also don't realize it's not a horrific experience. You can ask for a female nurse. And the worst thing that people don't seem to realize is that having cervical cancer is way worse than having two minutes wearing no knickers in your doctor's surgery. So let's take a look at everything you really wanted to know about smear tests, but didn't really fancy Googling. So what causes cervical cancer? More than 99% of cervical cancer cases within the UK happen in women who have previously been infected with HPV. But having HPV doesn't mean you'll definitely get cervical cancer because one in three women will develop HPV infections within two years of having regular sex. And four in five women will develop the infection at some point within their lifetime. I haven't been having sex so I don't need smear tests. It's something I hear all the time but HPV HPV can show no symptoms and therefore it can go undetected for months and even years. And if you're a virgin or your risk of developing cervical cancer is really low but there may still be a risk and it's much better to be safe than sorry. symptoms so I'm not gonna go so (laughs) another thing I hear all the time and it's wrong to think that because you haven't had any symptoms you don't need to go the symptoms of cervical cancer are difficult to spot and more obvious visual things like bleeding after sex are often put down to your period going haywire and pain during sex isn't always as obvious as it might sound another question i've i've heard being asked is can i have my smear test if i'm on my period and the short answer is yeah of course you can but it's not recommended it's best not to have your smear test done during your period because it can make it difficult to get a good sample of cells and it might need to be repeated so it's best to ring your gp and to rebook another one is my friend's mum said it hurts is it true (laughs) i was on the verge of tears by the time i asked my nurse asked me to put my knickers off on the first one. And then once she started, I was absolutely fine and it was over and I was like calling everyone I knew to say cervical smears are fine. Why doesn't anyone say this? And next time I went, I was calm before, during and after and almost, I hate to say it, enjoyed going because I knew I was making sure my body was healthy. I barely felt anything. It's like inserting the world's biggest tampon and then taking it out again. Although that might sound strange, It really doesn't hurt at all. So what do they put into you? What on earth is it? It's like a plastic dildo with no center. So the nurse can use a tiny tool to collect some cells from your cervix. Is it true that they scrape your cells and that's what hurts is another question. And the nurse is just collecting cells, not grouting tiles. So there's absolutely no scraping involved at all. One of the other questions was do they talk you through it and absolutely every detail if you need it and i definitely did you can also ask for a chaperone to come in the room with you and that can be another female nurse so why do some people bleed afterwards is another common thing that people ask and it's true that some people do bleed afterwards but that's not for everyone it's just because the cells on your cervix are really really delicate Another question is how long does it take to get my results and to be honest it shouldn't take any longer than a few weeks but don't be afraid to give your doctors a quick call if you haven't heard back. If your results do come back and say that you've got abnormal cells does that then mean that you've got cancer? Absolutely not. Your GP surgery will send you a letter explaining everything again and again and if you have any questions don't be scared to ring your GP and ask because they'll be more than happy to speak to you. So now we know there are the things that you kind of wanted to know about smear tests but didn't really fancy googling think of it as a free little service I've given you and to be honest if you haven't booked your cervical cancer test or you had the letter and you were putting it off through coronavirus don't let this be your reminder that you still need to go even today it's been great having you here with me today and make sure you tune in next time for another episode of the science Podcast.